brothers and sisters. So we're, these are, these are the last few days of our Lenten retreat. Uh, it's been a joy to be with you these days. We'll continue with Saint Manuel and some of his reflections on the scriptures. He's been looking at, you know, particular phrases or events in the gospel that we can identify and that somehow we can understand uh, as a lens to see into how we relate with the same Christ who's alive right now in the Eucharist, who's there to 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 guide us. Those same situations we see in the gospel, we could see it in our own life because Jesus is with us and Jesus continues to act in the same way as he did in the gospel. He's, he has the same heart, the same mercies, the same love, the same power, and we're with him. And so one of the things that St. Manuel speaks about is, you know, fear, you know, that that we face suffering in this life. Um, many of you who were on the wonderful talk last night with Father John, you know, he spoke about that, that this Holy Week is 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 not so much us journeying with Jesus, but Jesus is journeying with us. And that Holy Week is like our life in miniature, you know, as we go through the cross, we go through rejections, we go through trials, we go through um, being misunderstood in life, etc. And Jesus has entered into our story from within, Father John said, to, to guide us. And so fear is, you know, we will all face suffering and, and fears, fear often is stirred up because of this. We know this. We know we look around, we see people and we wonder what's coming down the pipeline for me. What, what's going to happen next year? And, and, and it's, it's, it's fear that, that, that can be stirred up by our fallen nature and also the devil can strike fear into us. And it's it's a very hard thing to to um, to to get rid of this faith. But the only way to do that is by a deep, deep trust and a faith in Jesus. Uh, and Jesus Himself didn't want. Um, no, I shouldn't say didn't want because He longed to 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 give Himself on the cross out of love to the Father and for us. But His human nature would have found it difficult. But He His heart, His will, stirred it. You know, like in the Garden of Gethsemane. Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. And so it's, 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 it's not a good thing for human nature to suffer. As human nature recoils, acquiesces from suffering. But it will happen. And so we need to learn not to be a slave of suffering, but to master our grief, master suffering. And, and we can only do that with Christ um, and, and, and with his strength. So St. Manuel will, will tell us, about this, you know, and how is fear remedied? As I said before, we can do it by opening our ears and our eyes to see and listen. To whom? Go through the Gospels and you will see accounts of great sufferings caused by not wanting to see or hear Jesus. Interesting. The night after the multiplication, multiplication of bread and fish, the master withdrew alone to pray. His disciples went down to the sea. They knew that Jesus' miraculous multiplication did not exempt them from work, especially at that moment when the sea was stirred up by the blowing strong wind. Then when they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing close to them, the disciples were terrified and cried out in fear, thinking he was a ghost. The good master standing on the water spoke to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Though he gave them these comforting words, so typical of him, they continued to be submerged in their fear, and they did not try to answer him. Jesus carries his goodness even further and he orders the wind to be still and it obeys. The disciples are amazed. The disciples had been wrapped in fear and Jesus was sad at their lack of trust in him. The gospel tells us that afterward they did him homage. If you study this passage carefully, you will see many of our life situations depicted in it. 
There was a real obstacle as the strong wind made fishing difficult and the lives of the fishermen seemed to be in danger. However, they did not complain about the wind. And then he goes on to like a meditation about the ghosts. And I, I myself meditate on this before. This struck me that, you know, often Christ is coming towards us in life, but he appears as a ghost. It, it seems something scary, but it's really Christ. It's, some, it, it, it's, a, it's our nature, um, our minds cannot see it at first. But but things that are that that may happen to us is all part of God's providence to help us really grow in wisdom and, and to throw ourselves more into him more deeply. The more we suffer, the more we throw ourselves into his heart. And that's how we grow, that's how we grow in faith. And anyway, he says about the ghost. It was the ghost, his voice and the power of this ghost standing on the water without sinking, while quieting the wind that made them worried and frightened. Crying out in fear, one our poor human hum limitations. A lack of faith that so easily can forget or does not penetrate deeply enough. Just a few hours before, they had seen Jesus performing the miracle of the multiplication of bread and fish. They listened to him for a long time and knew that his love for them as disciples was so great that his heart did not allow him to spend even one whole night without being at their side. His way of helping the needy, even with miracles, even when... Even with miracles, if necessary, they should have been clear by now. And to think that they cry out before him and cover their faces with their hands to defend themselves from the ghost. <laughs> How do we explain the mystery of the apparent aberration? The evangelist points out sadly that the hearts of those men were blinded. If you're surprised or even upset at the frightened disciples exhibiting close sight and hearing, wait, hold back your surprise and annoyance and apply it to yourself.